Hi, this is TJ Miller, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour, unless you're not listening and you're just watching it, which doesn't make any sense at all, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, and the man sitting across from me has no pants or undies on <laughs> and is currently blowing out a candle that's jammed in the hole of his boner. That's the birthday boy, Jeff Clark! Hey! Thanks for coming over to my place. Yeah. <laughs> so I can be naked and comfortable. And beaming to us from Candyland... The bearded master of insanely easy trivia, Shuddy Boy. Yo. So yeah, we are we are uh, doing another episode on location, this time from Jeff's apartment in Redondo Beach. Mm-hmm. It is, as you heard, Jeff's birthday today. 32 years, going strong. <laughs> no deaths yet. No, no, yeah, haven't had any serious <laughs> medical issues or anything. I'm, I'm, I'm a lucky man. Healthy, uh, considerably overweight, but uh, I don't think it's it hasn't manifested in any health issues, so I'm good. Yeah, I mean you're not overweight enough to the point where you're ready for the cover of Cosmo. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm overweight to the point where I don't feel very comfortable going outside shirtless. Well, shit, that's, that's where fair, I'm at. Right? All right, then cool. I guess I don't feel that bad. Yeah. Yeah, you're chilling. <laughs> uh, I got. You, I did get you a present. Holy shit. Thanks, buddy. Am I going to open it on the air? Yeah, go for it. Nice, nice. You got me a Nope 2012 t-shirt. Nice. I'll, I wish I could retroactively go back and vote for Leslie Nope, but she's a great American. That's also uh, a screen worn. What do you mean? From Parks and Rec. Oh, really? So I think... So am I supposed to frame it? You can do whatever you want with it. I don't want to wear it. Okay, well, hold on. Yeah, that's like the... Certificate, certificate of, authenticity. of Authenticity. Thanks, If dude. you can trust that certificate. Absolutely. This looks like... Uh, this looks... Official. It's, it's a double XL, so I think Jerry may have worn it. <laughs> yes. Nice. That's actually... <laughs> uh, I was going to say my favorite character. No. John Rolfio is my favorite character... Uh, close second, obviously, has got to be Ron Swanson. I, I really like both of the Tammies in their own way. And Tammy One was one of the main characters. The, the actress that played Tammy One was one of the main characters in Sharp Objects, the the HBO Megan, show. Oh, the blonde one? Yeah, the blonde. Yeah, yeah. She's like okay. a mother in Sharp Objects. And she was Ron Swanson's childhood babysitter and then first wife yeah yeah (laughs) such a gnarly storyline but uh i actually wanted to do a quick review on sharp objects so this is actually a decent little transition into it if you don't mind it's not very long i actually missed the middle two episodes because i started to lose interest and i thought the story was just too much to, to 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 follow along but it was only uh, eight episode season, and I think it's like a one off season. With it as an anthology is the the term for it typically. 
I don't know. Whatever. If it's, it's, if if it's once if one season follows a completely different storyline. Right. So True Detective is more of an anthology where sharp objects could just be like a mini series, right? Yeah. So I might just be a mini series. I'm not sure. Um, I thought I was over it, and then my girlfriend and my brother has got me back into it for the last like three episodes. And the season finale was this past week. Uh, we had missed it because we're in Vegas, but I'd watch it when I came home. And it was fucking scary. Like, it was solid. So, I don't know if you're familiar with the story, but it's about um, um, a murder of two little girls in a small town in Mississippi happens, and and um, this girl who used to, who's from there originally moves up to St. Louis to be, like, a, 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 a writer, and a, she's an investigative journalist for covering mostly homicide mysteries. Okay. So, her editor wanted her to go back home to cover the story, to... He knows she, you know, she has demons, so he wanted her to cover the story and, and I guess, exercise her demons, is a way to put it. And she has trouble dealing with her mom, her sister, you know, her old, old town and all that issue. She has her own issues, and they have this, this murder, which the story is uh, set against. It was the first couple episodes, I was like, all right, this is cool, this is cool. The middle two episodes, like, this is, I don't know, it's losing me here. It just... I I stopped liking the main character Amy Adams. Like I was no. Oh, longer, you went full shuddy. Yeah, I was no longer rooting for her. I was like, this bitch sucks, and like I kind of welcome to my team. She's not gonna die, and I hope she dies. So I didn't really want to watch it, but my girlfriend stayed interested in it, and then I got into the final two episodes. But the the last episode, I wouldn't put it. It's not in True Detective season one caliber territory because to me that was like one of the greatest episodes of TV ever. Did you remember that one? The final episode? Yeah. Yeah. That was, for me, that was incredibly creepy and scary. Like I thought it was fucking so well done. That was yeah. my read on it. Yeah, I was a fan. Uh, Sharp Objects was another one. It's, it, doesn't have, it didn't have the same, I guess, creepy element to it, but it was a mystery and... You thought you knew how it was going to go down the whole time, and it kind of goes in a different direction. Also, um, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but you do have to watch it through the credits. There are credit scenes that are important to the story. But and, does Amy Adams find one of the Infinity Stones? <laughs> no. Uh, but So you got to watch through the credits um, to, for the end of the story, essentially. But I, I thought it was pretty solid, dude. Nice. Uh, I would... Overall, I would suck three seven five dicks, um, sharp object dicks. That's not bad. Uh, the final episode specifically, I would give it like like four five four seven five. Like it was really good TV. Holy shit! Really good TV. I started a whole bunch of random shit on Netflix because I got like a five day weekend from work. Okay. So uh, I was I like. I don't know. I tr I try to use my time to be as productive as possible, but every now and then it's good to just decompress. And I haven't been watching a lot of TV or Netflix, so I tried like a whole bunch of new shit. I watched the first episode of Matt Groening's new show, the Enchanted cartoon. Okay. Um, which I'll try to keep up here. It wasn't like super laugh out loud hysterical, but I still liked it. So I'm I'm gonna give that another viewing. I'll give that another couple episodes at least. What else did I watch? Enchanted on Netflix. I started watching The End of the Fucking World. Is it called End of the Fucking World? Or yeah. end of, you're saying I started watching... That's what it's called, The End, end of, of the, the Fucking World. It's like 
20 minute episodes yeah. right it's english yeah i tried it i wasn't into it i feel like that's an english version of 13 reasons why and it's that it's like a it's like a it's like a cw show on netflix no, that, that was my no, that no. was my initial impression after after maybe one episode Whoa. no it's not okay. like that at all all right then fuck me it's Anyways. it's just like a dark comedy with two like fucked up psychopathic 17 year olds okay who just go out on a road trip and the one kid wants to kill the girl the whole time but he goes back and forth between wanting to kill her and not wanting to kill her. But yeah. it's all done with like weird fucked up humor. Right. I I don't know. I don't know why I got the vibe 13 reasons why out of that. Yeah, isn't that a drama or some shit about kids killing themselves? <sighs> kind of. It's like a uh, it's like a and I it's feel not like funny, it's funny, right? I feel like it's a, again, it's more of like a CW meets Netflix production, even though they've gotten a lot of uh backlash because of of I guess how graphic or how, I don't know, how on the nose they were about uh, bullying and high school suicide and all the other shit. So that was just my, I think, a knee-jerk reaction that I had. But fair enough. I guess it's not like that. Um, but back to, all right, so Enchanted, you said you're going to give it a few more episodes. What was your yeah, review watched- on The End of the World? End well, the I'm only world? I'm three or four episodes in right now, I think. So I don't have any... I don't have a solid review yet, but I'm going to... I mean, it's only eight episodes, and they're fucking 20 minutes each. So I'm, of course, going to be finishing them. And I did watch uh, The Package. What's that weird noise? I don't know. I've been hearing it, too. I don't know if it's on Shuddy's end. I don't know if if I should turn down my mics. It's like a a steady tick, 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 tick. Wait, hold on. I'm going to shut down Shuddy real quick. Oh boy. Uh oh. <laughs> Alright, well. We apologize for the tick tick episode. Is that what's going is uh, do you hear anything, Shuddy? Did we lose Shuddy? Oh no, I now Shuddy. Shuddy? Did we lose Shuddy? Seems oh, no. like it. Oh no. We might have to power down and go right back to the mixer. I don't think we have time for that. Shuddy, respond. Oh boy, I'm losing my fucking patience. Whoa. Okay, there you are, and you're like five thousand decibels loud. He said, "Losing his fucking patience." We got that part, Shuddy. Our bad. I I muted you from my computer. That's what happened. Well, whatever. As long as as long as we're talking, then we drone out the ticking. So <laughs> yeah. we'll just press. We got we got to keep talking the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, wa- I did watch The Package, the Netflix comedy about the dude who chops his wiener off. Yes. And then they have they go on an adventure to I save his wiener. I thought you've already reviewed this. Shuddy did. Shuddy reviewed it. Yeah. Shuddy, what was your review again? That it was very funny. Okay. Shuddy seems very salty today. Yeah, He's- it's the new setup. It's the I, I fucked this up a little bit. My bad, Shuddy. He'll, he'll be all right. I don't know if he's got any weed or beer, but he'll, he'll come out of it. I have a good feeling. Shuddy's... It's a little tense sometimes. Uh, well, do you agree with Shuddy that it was kind of funny? Yeah. I feel like it, it would have benefited from... What the hell was that? That's my uh, iMessage. Oh, my fucking Christ. <laughs> uh, hold on. I'll turn down the notifications. Paul's asking me what's my address as if he's never been here. Like You motherfucker. You've been here I don't know how many times. Uh, but the, the package was good. It had a, it had a solid script. 
I just feel like some of it was a little miscast, and the a bit of the acting was amateurish, mm-hmm. and a lot of the some of the 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 shots looked amateurish. So I don't know if the, it would have benefited from like a more experienced director. Definitely, a couple people could have been cast better, but the the girl from Cockblockers, the Geraldine Viswanathan, yeah, she's fucking awesome. I think she's beautiful. She, she's beautiful and she's super funny. She just seems like she reminds me of every cool chick I've ever known, like in my life. She, they just, and it's weird that all the movies wow. she's in Sorry, center around dicks. I, I my buddy brought a, uh, had a question for me on this one. And I couldn't answer it. And he said it made me seem like a sociopath, which I kind of understand thinking back on. But do you have a celebrity crush for for like uh, like Hollywood, a celebrity crush? And would this girl be your... It sounds like she could be a new celebrity crush. I mean, she's cute, but she's too young for me. Okay, but you she's just like said... she's like 23 or you something. You just said she has all the characteristics of every Hollywood girl that you like. And... No, I meant like just friend I've known like the coolest chicks I've known right. in my life she reminds me of, of them so you'd want to hang out with her for sure she's kind of hot I'd be a fucking creep if I dated her and I don't think so uh <laughs> I hear that though I guess that brings up another question though is how young is the youngest you're willing to go in a relationship now uh I mean I'm fucking 36 now I feel like 25 might be pushing it What's the rule? It's like half your age plus seven. Isn't that the rule? No, uh, that's like an American pie rule. It's, uh, it's some like I don't comedy know. rule. Yeah. I feel like. So what's half of 36? 18 plus seven? Yes, yeah, 25. I was entertaining asking out a 19 year old when I was, I think, 27 or 28. And Shuddy shit on that. I brought it up to you guys. Shuddy thought that was a dumb idea and said that... He because didn't... I had done that at almost the same exact age and it was a fucking disaster. I don't know how from, I was about to sound, from the but jump. I was about don't to come around. Don't make the same mistake oh, I did. I'm coming around to agreeing with you. I, uh, the more I think about it, and, and well, not more I think about it, but the more I thought about it and the older I get, the more it's like there's got to be a 21. Like There's no way I could date a girl below 21. No way. And now it's even like, yeah, 25. It has to be like the cutoff point, you know? Because 18 to 20 is so much different than 21 to 23, which is so much different than like 25 on. Yeah. And at 25 on, like, I feel like girls have been through enough experiences, enough penis, and enough whatchamacallit to, to be mature and like... But then again, I'm also mentally, emotionally, and physically retarded. Yeah, like you're... That's what I'm saying. 36 maturity <laughs> 36 match is, up perfect with 25 yeah, gotta, maturity. I have to line things well, up with dog years. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm such a goober. I don't know. But anyway, the, I thought the package was good. Uh, it was a solid script. It had good beats, good dialogue, good gags. and they. You it, could tell... That it was written with themselves in mind for those main characters. Wait, the the writer was an actor in it? it? It was written by the workaholics guys. Was it? I thought they were just producers. Yes. No. Because I know, and I also know it was done through uh, like uh, Red Hour produced it, which is Ben Stiller's company, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, did you side note, but. 
also a Netflix original. Did you watch any of the Meyer Leibowitz project or the Meyerowitz yeah, project? Yeah, a little too dry um, for me. Couldn't get into it. <laughs> it was it. not written by them. My mistake. Oh, wow. Wait, hit, hit him with the shut. He just shut it himself. Yeah, I think. He just shut it in the air and caught it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you killed the uh, iPad. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. I hate your apartment, Jeff. I'm gonna Sorry. go fucking deaf. The tech, the tech is. Uh, we're we're making the most oh of it God. as we go along. But I think, outside of the the weird beeping, or the weird buzz, which could be a stain in the entire episode. We'll see how it plays back. In that little moment, I think we're good. I think yeah, we're yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as we're, it's smooth sailing from here on out, Jeff. Yeah, we, the, uh, it's still good. It's still good. The first 22 minutes has <sighs> not been the uh, most professionally produced MSPH to date, but I feel strong about the back half. Yeah, me too. So I, I guess we we do owe a recap of the eventful weekend we had last week. Absolutely. I actually, you mean when the- I proved I was light years smarter than both of you dum-dums that weekend is that the one we're talking about uh, yeah so where i am your intellectual superior i do believe i got some questions wrong right that you couldn't answer shuddy eh, it doesn't matter you wanted to use a board game as a barometer of intelligence and you fuckers oh, so what lost. you're saying is it doesn't count what i'm saying is that i'm gonna beat you at anything you throw at me you should at least make it something that you have a fighting chance. Yeah, I, I would say you guys all got questions that I didn't, but I didn't get a question that you guys didn't. Um, I, I was impressed by Shuddy's performance, but I said that yeah, I thought he was my my biggest challenger. I guess I, I, I that was a too optimistic way of going about it and looking at it. Um, and dude, if I if if we play it back. I feel confident I would win round two in Trivial Pursuit. I was off to a hot start, and then I just had an epic choke on the Apple question, and it went downhill from there. Uh, I had the two. I I think I ended with four pie pieces. You ended with three or four, and obviously Shuddy maxed out at six. But the two that I were missing was sports and history, and those are my two best subjects. So again, like I feel like. I got lucky a little bit with the other subjects. I think if we played it again, I could win. But Shuddy, he's you know he won. I got to hold the L on this one, and it, and it pains me to lose again to Shuddy to a fucking stupid thing that I actually think I'm pretty good at. But hey, you know it would be an interesting way of, of doing uh, perhaps a round two is getting another pack of like Trivial Pursuit cards. We, we trust a game master to unwrap it, and then we do, like, win Ben Stein's money isolation booth type shit where we get the same questions. Not, Shuddy Boy gets to gloat because he got 2 plus 2 equals 4 correct. That was not one of the questions. Fuck. Might as, yeah, it was tougher than the questions you got. No, he got his sports and leisure, because it's sports and leisure. So what's, like, you're either going to get a question, question about a baseball player or a hammock? No, remember it was he got Mario. What was the first video game Mario ever appeared in? Oh yeah, and that was Leisure. And like if it, you're thinking, you look at sports and Leisure, and you're like, oh oh shit, I'm fucked. However, if you got Shuddy's question, you would have gotten an orange pie piece because you obviously have known that. 
So there's, I don't know. It's, it's fair. You know, it was, we all have the same shot. I got easy questions and I capitalized on them. Shuddy got some easy questions. You, I think got the hardest questions, but I don't know. That's what we settled on. We fucking lost and I'll, and I'll own up <coughs> to the L and good. Yeah. Good and shit, it's round Shuddy. one. So now we have to get round two underway as fast as possible to give Shuddy boy the least amount of gloat time as possible. Absolutely. You're just why that's not what's going to happen. What's going to happen is you are going to rapidly give me something else to lord over your dumb dumb's head because I'm going to win again. Well, Shuddy Boy, you can't get all the easy questions every the game. Way, play. At the, some point all the, fate the is the gonna... more you, it eventually I'm going to have such a lead on you guys in this that you're not going to be able to say it hasn't been decided. Uh, you seem well, very confident. You seem very confident that your streak of incredibly easy questions is going to continue. But yeah, when we switch up games, it's not going to be it's not going to be as easy for you. But, but Vegas had a lot more happen than just an hour of Shuddy Boy getting softballs. And you guys heard that hour, so yeah, we should recap the other stuff. We talked a little bit about about it one on one on the Patreon. Some yeah. of our fans listened, but it probably been. This probably should have been the subject we led off with because we hyped it up for weeks in the main episode. And even though um, we ran into some Patreon people, I think it's it's big enough news for the 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 regular. Well, episode yeah, of course. I mean, and it was fun, dude. I thought I got more fucked up the last Ellis Mania, but this one was far more fun for me, at least. This this was one of the most fun weekends in my life. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I mean. Definitely, I, I mean, it's, I've been to so many at this point, it's like I always have, I've never been to an Ellis Mania where I was like, that's a weak link, and that's not me just talking because I work for the show, like, I don't like sports, I'm not into boxing or any of that shit, but I, I feel like you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody that would not have a good time at Ellis Mania. Yeah. Just the fights are fucking insane and hysterical. And there's a lot of them. Uh, there's tons of cool people. I mean, holy shit. Yeah. We met some awesome fucking people that are fans of the show. And, you know, of course, partied pretty hard with the Puminati elite. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first night there, I got my fucking, my Benihana dinner. Yeah. It was uh, the elusive Benihana dinner. I finally got my birthday, my birthday dinner, yep. which was dope. The belated Benihana birthday dinner. Oh, yeah. And I was very, very toasty. I missed out on that one. I, I was I came the next day. Oh, and then uh, what else? I I get to fucking open for Everlast. You did pretty How cool. Crazy I of mean, a statement is that? It didn't seem like it was top notch music making or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, because it's us performing over like generic no, public domain instrumentals. I liked. This is weird. I liked your outfit. I liked the energy you and Will brought, and I thought it was fun. I thought it was cool, and it wasn't, like, overly gay. Like, it was the appropriate amount of, like, corny and, like, actually hyping up the crowd. Like, this is, all right, cool. I, I don't know. I liked it. And a little bit of, you know, the party favors talking, maybe, but I, I, I thought it was fucking sick. Yeah, I had a blast doing it. If people liked watching it, that's, that's a bonus. <laughs> yeah. You and Will have some good chemistry. That's the first time I've ever seen or met or even heard of Will. We, I mean, we've done our the hate bean slash cool bean thing for a few years now. Yeah. The night, the night before Ellis Mania. And then, you know, I, I, I got off stage. My party favors kicked in. And 
that I mean the review of me on Party Favors for Everlast was that was fucking incredible. Yeah. Agreed. Everlast yes. kicked ass. My god, he killed it. Yeah, that was so much fun. And then he ended with Jump Around, which was just yeah. insane and our goofy white asses were jumping up and down. Oh yeah. Yeah, between <laughs> the Party Favors, <laughs> the environment, the fact that I was around so many like-minded people and homies, like, I was like, fuck this. I don't care. No judgments. I'm jumping. Like Dude, no so way funny. Everlast is going to play Jump Around. I'm not going to jump. Fuck that noise. In between songs, you were like networking, like going out to people, like, "Hi, my name is Jeff Clark. Follow me on Instagram." Did I really say that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. God, I watched you. Bag. I watched you like five times. Go. If you follow me on Instagram, I'll follow you back. <laughs> <laughs> that is so gay. I'm did not. I, like did I that. mention that I'm verified on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not like that either. Uh, That's such a weird. Th- oh man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I am and, like. <laughs> A happy and drunk? you wandered off like 35 times. You'd be standing next to us. We'd turn around and then turn back to you, and you'd be gone, and we'd find you harassing somebody <laughs> about the podcast. <laughs> I'm sort of, and I'm not like that. So uh, I don't know. I I would like to hear some feedback from the Puminati that were there, but like, I know how to party. I'm a chill guy. I think I was uh, I was all right to be around. I do not remember that at all. That's funny, though. As long as I'm not being a dick or, like... There was definitely a fan we bumped into Saturday night, like, during the fights, that walked away with the fear of God in his eyes. What do you mean? Why? I think we were just too weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy recognized us, and I don't think he was counting on us like answering him with so much enthusiasm i think i know who you're talking about i want to say his name but i would I'll wait we were until by the bar fair. i'll wait until it's and all fair the guy just looked at us like like he had just seen a ghost and just slowly slunked away from i us. think i know who you're talking about if it's the same guy he came up like just matter of fact almost like a business like hey i'm your fan and I and I think we met him like fuck yeah dude what's up bro I'm like high energy like so glad to meet you like trying to make conversation he was just one word answers and like our energy levels weren't anywhere near the same and yeah like, I'm he all, just slowly backed out of the picture I'm <laughs> all fucking bugged out I was probably like an inch from his face like yeah. my eyeballs like, probably were going crazy you know? yeah I probably looked like Johnny Depp in Fear and Loathing <laughs> just right up in his face. <laughs> Dogs fucked the poop. No fault of mine. Uh, Tell me about the fucking golf shoes. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember Crowbar and MSPH or my own Instagram down people's. I don't know into people's. Uh, you were you phones. did it was it was, it pretty, was so great. Embarrassing. It I was hate fantastic. <laughs> I hate that I did that. Oh, I, I love think that that's you did such that. a corny thing, and I don't even really do the follow back thing. So it sounds like I was we, lying. <laughs> we walked up for water at one point, and you were with Kevin and I. And we got our water, and we were walking back, and we got back to the group, and everybody's like, where's Jeff? And we're like, he was just with us. And we walked back to the bar, and you had this couple cornered. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Cornered. And we came up, and we're like, dude. And they both just, like, had this, get him away, can you help us? If it's Look Brady and Brienne, they loved me. Brady and Brienne were huge, huge. I think we no, picked up two new not- fans. It wasn't them. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, then, my bad. <laughs> uh, 
So uh. after after Everlast, we were still um, partying pretty hard, and we hit some blackjack. And I'm not really a blackjack player. I when I'm playing games at a casino, I usually stick with the video versions because I can't commit any faux pas that are going to get me yelled at either by the dealer or other players. When I play blackjack, I don't have the fucking hit and stay card memorized. I just go with my gut, and people get very angry with people that play that way. So I tend to avoid sitting at tables. Um, Every time I play roulette with an actual roulette wheel, I lean on something that I'm not supposed to yell on, and then the fucking dealer yells at me, and I feel like an ass clown, so I have mm-hmm. to walk away. Yeah. Like, I made, just made a fucking fool of myself in front of all these strangers. I never know when you can grab your chips in the roulette table. Yeah, me too. And I always, I'm always either waiting way too long, or I jump there too early, and it's just... Or I forget the bet minimum, or I forget, like, and there's the like increments. One or two times you can tell me before, it's like, all right, fuck this, I'm over this. Like, I don't want to be there anymore. Yeah. Like, and, this isn't fun. And Sokovich, he's usually my video roulette homie. Like, he's my partner in crime with video roulette, and he wasn't there this year. So you guys were all hell-bent on playing blackjack. I was whacked out of my brain, so I'm like, yeah, let's fucking do it. You just have to tell me what's happening. So I just kept... I, I was trying to not look like a demented maniac. They told me I couldn't wear my sunglasses, so my eyes were probably bugging out of my head like Pinhead and Hellraiser. And I'm just... Anytime a card combination would come to me, I'd just go, line, line. And Jeff would be like, oh, uh, take a card. <laughs> and then I would try and play it off like it was my idea and be like, I'm going to take a card. But the dealer and the house is usually good about like feedback with the table. Like you can I, I noticed dealer, that. I picked that up as the night yeah, went on. You, you I didn't know that was You can talk about thing. your hand outward and people can help you. And even the dealer can help you. Um, and that's not really like against the rules or anything like that. Yeah, and that I didn't know. Blackjack to me... I. See, blackjack is like the funnest game, but the thing is, is you got to get a crew, and it has to be like at the table. And what we did, we we got me, you, I think my brother Fonzo, and 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 the Oracle. Yeah. And we saw we were looking the whole, not the whole night. We did like a lap around the center bar where there's a bunch of blackjack tables, looking for an empty table where we can get down and party on. And we couldn't find it. It was like, you know, I think it was 11 on Saturday or Friday, whatever. And we couldn't find an empty table. So we found two guys that were sitting at wide distance apart, suggesting they're not really homies. They're just sitting at the same table as like stragglers. So my idea was like, fuck this. We're going to start partying, playing blackjack and hanging out over there. And we'll lose at least one of them. And the other one will either be cool or we'll lose him eventually. Yeah, we're going to out-weird these people and right. drive them away. And yeah. then we'll own the table. Yeah, or the other guy might be... And that's what happened. The other guy was cool. And, like, it yeah, was chill was to cool play with shit. Yeah, so it was whatever. He was part of the team. Like, we could tell him to hit. He could tell us to hit. No beef, no issues. And it was fun, dude. Anytime we, one of us got, like, a blackjack, he would get all excited yeah. and give us, give us pounds and shit. Yeah, and that was... Yeah, that guy. other guy... Bounced after two or three hands oh, real yeah. quick. Yeah, he, we scared him off pretty efficiently. And that's cool. I mean, he just, he had his own shit. He's probably there in some junky shit. Like, I'm, I'm playing blackjack. I'm gambling. I don't want to fucking socialize. I don't want these drunk high turds yeah. ruining my night. So I feel him. But, like, I had, and it played out perfectly. I was like, we're going to sit down. At least one of these, if not both these retards are leaving. We're going to get this table. And hopefully we can run it. And, dude, I think all of us made money. Yeah. It was I made sick. I made 250 bucks. Yeah, sitting I, at that table. I made guys. like, I think I walked with like seven or eight. 
I ended up losing a back or losing like three or four of it back that uh, the rest of the weekend. But I, I left Vegas. You left up. Vegas up. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. This is the second Ellis Mania in a row that I left Vegas up. It's awesome. Like my first last year, I I told myself because I do it every year. I sit down and I hit immediately. And I'm, I'm up a couple hundred dollars, and then the rest of the weekend, I just steadily lose it all, and then I leave Vegas down. So I was like, you know what? Just as an experiment, be the guy who breaks that cipher. Go to Vegas, make a little bit of cash, and Book stop. It. So I was like, that's the rule. I'm fucking sticking with it. Yeah. I sit down at a Willy Wonka machine. I put 100 bucks in. Five spins in, I hit a jackpot. I thought I was going to, I was like, I'm going to just buy this hotel and <laughs> rename it the Kevin Kraft Hotel, the Puminati Inn, because it just would not stop. Like, it's one of those confusing, like, five or six lined slot I, machines with all these different symbols, and it keeps spinning itself and then drawing all these lines. You won this way, spin again. You won this way, bonus. You get 10 more spins. And it, for, it went on for 20 minutes. And then when, it, when the dust finally settled and my spin was over, it was like you won two hundred and fifty dollars. I was like, "All right, well, fuck it. That's the plan. I've been I've been playing the slots here for ten minutes, but I made the rule. I'm sticking with it, and I cashed out. And that was two last, uh, two two Ellis's ago. Not the Ellis last Mania one. fourteen. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So and, fifteen happened again. I was gonna I was gonna do more gambling. I just didn't get around to it. I know. I, same the here. We night. had too much fun. The uh, I went the next night, lost like three hundred, but my. Like, I don't really, you know, I have a pretty uh, big or wide gambling threshold. So I was down to, like, lose all the money back and even more. But I was just having so much fun. And and I didn't, I really couldn't squeeze in time to play. And, like, I really only, like, I'm down for blackjack um, by myself or preferably with homies. Roulette, I want it to be, like, with homies. Like, let's go with, like, six and just chill. And get at the table. And that just couldn't happen for me. I wasn't willing to force it. And then, like, between partying with Puminati, smoking a lot of pot with Arts and, and, and the Puminati, and just interacting with people, I didn't have time to really do as much gambling. So, well, that's probably good because yeah, you left I, up. I left, I left up. I think it was, like, four or 500 So, whatever. It's Not, pretty sweet. Yeah, paid for the trip by, you know, easily paid for the room, paid for gas there any food and drink so it's fucking sweet and uh you know hopefully well, I, they do it again or we at least have some sort of puminati meetup in vegas that shit was fun i don't i don't know when it exactly happened it could have happened on the final day or during the hate bean cool bean show because right when the the show started i did like a big head bang and my sunglasses just flew off my head but they they got shattered oh no yeah i i, I was pretty fucked up the entire weekend so I don't know if I would have gone like two days with a smashed lens and not notice it. It probably wasn't the final. Either way, Vegas claimed my sunglasses. Well, and if that's uh, the only loss you have in Vegas, that is actually pretty good. Because you have, you won money in blackjack. You had a, outside of the sunglasses, uh, a consequence-free party favor, like, enjoyment of, of Vegas. I'm, I, I'm saying that all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you had yeah. no bad, no negative effects. Yeah. To, like, to doing I, it's been a long time shit. since I've partied that hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, if you listen to all the episodes, I made reference to, I, I bought some pills that 
make you usually make you super super happy when you eat them. Yeah, give you and energy. Then, and then I lo- I lost them and found them when I did a load of laundry like three times. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You I lost, lost them three one. times. One of them was because I washed and dried them in a pair of jeans. That did not seem to affect their potency. And you know what? Do the drug world a favor and go on Reddit and post that. Because people need that. You found information about that stuff on Reddit and that proved to be valuable. You should go and go on Reddit and be like, yo, I washed these and they still were fucking awesome. Definitely recommend. Two thumbs up. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> and like, I, the, the only reason I felt like shit the next day was because... It's probably alcohol, really. Well, I didn't really drink a lot of alcohol. It was lack of sleep is what it was. Yeah, it was lack of sleep. And then, man, trying to sleep with Shuddy Boy snoring is... Whew, oh, jeez. My God. Yeah. I mean, you knew that was going to come up. That was just like you winning Trivial Pursuit. You lost the roommate. Uh, the roommate battle, I guess, or the, the, the roommate meter. Yeah, fuck me for that. Uh, but the only time I got fucked up was... In, in the sense of, like, sleep. I, I, I kept the energy the whole weekend. I got tuckered out a little bit at the end. That's why I left a little early. But it, I was also, my crew was trying to leave, too. Um, but at the end of Trivial Pursuit, like, once the adrenaline stopped, and then you guys like, oh, wait, should we do a Patreon? I was like, no. <laughs> like, I can't even do it. <laughs> like, I was just, I crashed. I can't yeah. believe I even made it out. Like, I, I had the We deepest, all did. I had the deepest four hours of sleep, maybe in my entire life, after I did Trivial not. Pursuit. I, oh, I yeah. laid in bed and just tossed and turned. Oh, Because we, we smoked a little bit, too, and that kind of kicked back in a little bit of the party favors from the night before. Mm. So I couldn't fall asleep. And thank God I had more party favors because I, I wouldn't have been able to rage... Saturday night either. Yeah. But I also had to wake up and do Doug Loves Movies at 10.30 in the morning because that was the only place we can get a venue to do it. The only place in time. Really? At the Hard Rock. Yeah. So, and Doug was, like, I, I was talking with him all leading up to it because I was his kind of go-between guy helping him get situated with the venue and make sure we had enough tables and equipment and all that stuff, which, of course, didn't end up happening anyway. But, uh... He was like, are people actually going to show up for a 10 a.m. show? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, we do the radio shows in the morning in Vegas, and people come to that. And people did not disappoint. We had a packed house at Vinyl, which was really, excuse me, really fucking cool. Yeah. One of the things you can't take away from the Ellis fam is that they are a loyal and passionate uh, crew. Yeah. They did an awesome job just providing their own energy to Ellis Mania. Yeah. Well, that being said, the Puminati made their presence known at the end of Doug Loves Movies. That's true. When when every when the when he, Doug goes down the panel and asks everybody for their plugs and I threw out MSPH, there was a pretty big pop in the crowd. There was a roar. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, some some Puminati Fuck. calls. I I I airballed. I totally should have been there. Yeah, you should. Yeah. I would have thrown up my gang signs and, and shit. And I I chose Tim at Ginger and Juice for my name tag. Nice. So I was playing for him, but he never wrote the shithead on the back. So uh-huh. I did spoiler alert if you haven't listened to Doug Loves Movies, I didn't win. But uh and if you don't win, whoever's name tag you put, they get to list a person who Doug will call a shithead. And he was gonna put your name on there. So Me. On Doug Loves Movies, uh, it would have said Jeff Clark is a shithead. Uh, 
And I was trying, like, he didn't write it, but he I, he told me what the shithead was going to be. So I was trying to get, I was tapping Doug, and I was trying to get his attention, but he just barreled through it. <laughs> I didn't get to pass on Jeff Clark as a shithead. Well, that would have been, that would have been a, a resume builder if I could have been a Doug Benson shithead. That was a, it was a tough, it was a tough performance to to eke out. Um, luckily, Doug in the green room before the show started was like, I want to have, I want to order a drink, but I don't want to drink alone. And everybody was like, I'm not having a cocktail this early in the morning. And I was like, I'm already fucking fried from partying last night. Let's do it. Get me a gin and tonic. Yeah. I mean, some that that probably helped you, right? Yeah. A little bit? Definitely. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. That's, that's the way you got to go with alcohol sometimes. You got to go with the current. You try to swim against it. You're fucked. Doug Benson was, for those of you who missed out, Doug Benson was on the scene a lot of times, right? Oh, he, he hangs hanging out. out with arts. Oh, yeah. He's hanging out at the bar. Very approachable. Same same very thing with last year too. Doug Doug has a very good time when he comes to yeah. Ellis Mania. I I didn't say anything to him, and it isn't a starstruck thing, and it isn't really a nerve thing. I really just didn't. I don't know. I'm sure a million people had a lot to say to him, and even if I wanted a picture, like that would have been like I could be like, oh Doug, can I get a picture? And not feel weird about it, and he probably would have done it. But I didn't even. I don't know. I just didn't even say anything to him. I feel like I missed out on. Meeting a cool dude because everyone did talk to him, said he was awesome, and just, I don't know. Yeah, the impression that he gives. Shuddy got to smoke with him. Yeah, the impression that he gives, and Shuddy and didn't say that said barely anything. Yeah, that has more to do with because your personality than it does Doug Benson. I was I was ready to explode on the inside. Wait, why? I was starstruck. Oh no, shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you listen like, to Doug Loves Movies, right? A lot. Yeah, he left the room, and I just fucking started gu- like just. It was so funny. The ba- door shuts and Shuddy's like, Dah! Doug Benson. <laughs> I can't believe that happened. Wait, do you you know what he's talking about? Or yeah, I was there for it. Oh man, this is funny. I wish yeah, I saw this. Uh, Art got Doug to do like a bunch of dabs. And then he was like, all right, I'm taking off. And he's like, you sure you don't want to dab for the road? And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I guess Arts gave him like a big fat dab. And he, and he crushed it? Oh, yeah. He What he did was he mixed both of the dabbing things together. He had, you, you know, he had the two different types of dabs. He gave Doug a dab, two dabs, one of each at the same time. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's badass. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure he had a pretty good nap after that. Doug's no bullshit. He's not a, a paper champ or an industry dude. He can no, but he pot. hit that and he goes, okay, I'm going to be in the bed if you need me. <laughs> yeah. So he walks out and the second the door slams shut, he's like, I know my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, Vegas is, like you said, you, this is one of your best weekends and, and you had a fucking, you had a sick one, right? What else? We, can we talk about your Saturday night rendezvous? Because we didn't hang out at all Saturday. Or was uh, it Sunday? I'm trying to think. Well, no, we haven't even Saturday. talked about the fights yet. Oh, that's right. Like, Luis J. Gomez, former uh, MSPH guest, fought the first ever MMA fight See, at Mania. Yeah, and this is why I didn't, I didn't even think to mention the fights. I kind of lose it at that point. That's where you kind of like... Yeah, that's where, you know, it all came too much. The alcohol, party favors, marijuana, all collided for the greatest feeling ever. But I wasn't absorbing information. 
So like, you were you were there present, yeah, with the fights happening in front of you, but you were just checked out. Like, I know Luis J Gomez kicked ass and he was awesome and won, yeah. But I didn't even like, I didn't even, I kind of f- forgot that even happened first. A, a I mean, I I wasn't like I know there was so much shit talking going on between Lewis and Ryan O'Neal, and I know that they were both training and shit. But you never know how this stuff is going to play out until you actually see it. Yeah. Like there's been so many things. So many interesting matchups at Ellis Mania before, you know? Yeah. Like, I think Tully fought Bob Levy. Raw Dog fought... The Reverend? Nick Swartzen. Yeah. That's the pro-Trump guy, right? Who's yeah. also a, a Stern, former Stern whack pack guy? Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Uh, uh, he had to whoop his ass, right? I think, uh, I think it was Benji Madden fought Ricky Rackman. Okay. Ricky Rackman is someone I know. He's a former... Headbangers Ball. He's MTV. a former VJ, right? Yeah. Okay. Where the fuck is that guy, Ricky Rackman? I like I him. I don't know. I think, I think that whole thing, because that was before my time, I think that got started with like some beef or some shit. But, th- I mean... And then uh, Tara Patrick fought this like LA news guy, um, Sam Rubin, who's like, like an LA news morning talk guy. I think I know who's... KTLA. I- I love Tara Patrick. I was in love with her the first time I saw her when I was, I think it was like the Stern show on E at like midnight, you know, yeah. like back in like the late nineties, early two thousands. And was, he had her on. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. So like that whole thing, it was like, wow, he's actually going to box a porn star. This is going to be, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. And then they, they just fake through punches and chase each other around the ring and the crowd like booed them. Yeah. Because they, 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 they were under the impression that they were just going to fake it. They're gonna, I don't know why they thought that that was like they, the gimmick. Tara Patrick and Sam Rubin thought they would do something unique. Yeah, and, and not actually box. Yeah. And, but instead, like, be silly. So you not, never know how... That Alice crowd. You hear some shit. These lineups are always crazy. There's always weird new fights. But you never know what's going to happen until it actually happens. And when Louis J. Gomez and Ryan O'Neal fought... Again, I was on some. I was heavily dosed with party favors, but I, I I was so fucking impressed with those two. Like the the punches they were throwing, and they had MMA gloves on. Headgear went off very quickly. So they, the first time they went to the ground, once they got back up, they took the headgear off. So they yeah, a huge majority of the fight. Was without headgear. Oh, they, like yeah. a mutual decision. Like, yeah. fuck, this headgear is getting in the way. Let's just duke it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And for two guys who have never fought, the, this is the first thing they've ever trained for, I give them so much fucking respect for what they did. The, the punches, like, I've, I've been in the ring before. I've, I've fought Will Pendarvis at an Ellis Mania. I fought a Twitter troll who I lost a shitload of weight for and beat him handedly. Easily. Yeah. Very easily. That was a one-round win, right? I've also been in a musical chair fight up against like the legendary champ, Butterballs, and he beat the ever-living shit out of me. And when you get hit, it's like your first instinct is to kind of just like cower a little bit and, and turn from it, like turn away, like show your back almost. Yeah. Lewis and Ryan were slugging each other with, you know, MMA gloves are thin, virtually nothing. Yeah. And they're taking these bare shots to the head and just shaking it off like it was nothing. And... I know those dudes throw punches where if you get a fucking punch in the face from them, it's going to hurt. It's going right. to phase you. And they handled it like pros. Lewis took Ryan to the ground and just sat on his chest and did a ground and pound, which is punching him in the face. They, they got winded pretty quickly, but they still put on an, 
insanely impressive show. It was yeah. so fucking cool to see that. Again, a lot of this didn't register for me. I don't remember. I know Luis J. Gomez won, right? Yeah. I remember the uh, the Ellis fight. That was sick. I, I, that one stuck. He got knocked to the canvas like three or four times. Yeah. Fuck, he put on a good show. That guy was a beast. What he was saying in the room <laughs> the next day with Arts and Us was that during the musical chair fight for the heavyweight, when the chair broke, it put a hole in the mat, like underneath. Oh, shit. So, so he slipped. He tripped on that three times that he fell. It was the same spot in the mat each time. He's like, oh. he... well, he was also saying that he got his bell rung pretty bad by Kyle Kingsbury, <laughs> as, despite the hole in the mat. Yeah, yeah, I got punched in the face and it hurt as well. Yeah, I he mean, to, he, he was all—he had a black eye and. Yeah, he had to go to the eye doctor this week for it. Oh fuck! Because he was dude. seeing like a black spot that wouldn't go away. What did you ever get the uh, follow up from that? I I think the takeaway was he's not in danger and he's not going to imminently go blind so that was all he needed yeah from the doctor's visit get back out there rub some dirt on you all right dude they're like i know they told him i know we're eye specialists but you have to go see an eye specialist specialist he was like oh my god fuck you clowns if i'm not dying and i'm not going blind i'm fine uh but the the guy that ellis fought kyle kingsbury he ate mushrooms in the dressing room before the fight and timed it out so he would peak while he was in the ring boxing with ellis which is also pretty fucking insane. Uh, I, I talked to another fighter. Eddie who, fought Ellis in a Speedo. Yeah, that's kind of his thing. Oh, is it? Yeah, he, he's one of those dudes. He likes to be in as little clothing as possible, I think. And he's, he's a big fanny pack enthusiast as well. But he, when I saw him, he was... Man, that dude's gigantic. I was very impressed that Ellis was able to go the distance and last all three rounds. Yeah, he was a legit 6'4", right? Two, 240. Right? Like, wasn't that his list of He's weight? a big boy. I like, don't know the exacts, but all I know is I, I'm never getting in the ring to fight that fucking guy. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere to fight that guy. No. Fuck that. <laughs> I'd be very disappointed if he came to Redondo Beach and wanted to fight me. Uh, a, a listener in one of the other fights came up to me afterwards and showed me pictures. He took two hits of acid... Before his fight. So when he got in the ring, he was tripping balls too. The listener did. Yeah. Yikes. I do not recommend me, that. He was telling me Is when he? he got punched while he was tripping, he felt like he could see like everything just shift. Like a... Like he felt himself like shift out of his body and come back. Yikes. Like he said it was crazy, but... Did it help his fighting at all? Didn't Was he one of the so. guys that got his ass whooped or was he not... Uh, I'm going to leave it as anonymous as possible. Okay. Right. Of course. Yeah. We're dealing with, but he was, he was saying, um, that he thinks it helped him a little bit cause things slowed down a little bit so he could focus a Fair little enough. more, but I don't know. I, I don't see myself being violent on that thing. That, that was also the, uh, why I thought what, what's his name? Kingsbury, Kyle Lance, Kingsbury, Kyle Kingsbury. I thought that's why, uh, I thought that was what was so ridiculous about the whole mushrooms before is that like, can you really, who knows how you act? Cause I don't, I've never gotten on mushrooms and ever gotten an aggressive personality. So like, I guess if you're already fighting, like you just got to keep it up. Right. His idea was to peak mid fight or right as he was going in. Well, he's one of those guys where I guess tripping on mushrooms doesn't phase him all too much. Right. 
So it's not like when if I take mushrooms, I'm going to need to be in a happy place and the setting, everything has to be perfectly fine or else odds are I'm going to have a panic attack. It's For him, it's probably like if I just smoked a bowl. Right. Yeah, yeah, not a big deal for him. Yeah, I think he's like one of those dudes who goes to Peru and does ayahuasca and shit. Okay. I think. He, cause he, he it was a micro crew. dose also, wasn't it? Is that the case? If that's the case, then really nothing happened. No, it was it was more than that. I thought he was talking about putting it in, grinding it up, and putting it in capsules and taking those. It is, but I've I've microdosed before, and the amount you take for a microdose is super super tiny. Yeah, it's like a sliver of yeah. one cap. Almost. You don't have a peak with that. Yeah, I I, I almost think that that's worthless. You said that there's smart, successful people that do it on a daily basis, but well, they, you're supposed to do it in like ten week cycles, I guess. That's how long I did mine for. And word is, a lot of executives, creative types, Silicon Valley people, a lot of people that work creatively. The Gavin Belsons of the world. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> nice. much. It helps them think outside the box and come up with new ideas and be more creative. So I was just like, fuck Who it, I'll give it a shot. geniuses work, right? All that happened to me was some mornings I would be a little anxious showing up for work. And then one day out of nowhere, I got the idea for a screenplay called Secret Santa, where Santa, it's a claymation Christmas movie where Santa is a secret agent on the Christmas offseason. Ooh, okay. And I mapped out the plot points for the entire thing in one sitting. That was the biggest creative blast I got okay. from 10 weeks of microdosing. Sweet. Sweet. That was I mean, pretty worthless for you. I, I feel like that's a win. Oh, that's what yeah. you're saying. All right, my bad. I got All a right. flushed out screenplay out of it, and then I ended up writing it. I have to go back through it and I you know, do a couple saying. rewrites. I, 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 I guess I was not following along. As... I'm happy with what I came up with on it. Fuck yeah. Then but, why uh, don't you... Is it too hard to find mushrooms for you to get back on microdosing? I don't think so. I, I think it's about time to give that another shot. Why I don't not? even have a mushroom contact at the moment. Puminati. Still, still, we have a zip, a zip recruiter ad for a Puminati shaman. I don't know if anyone's uh, put out the word. I, I, I definitely didn't do a good enough job putting out the word for that job listing at Ellis Mania. I guess I was plugging my own fucking Instagram, which I hate. I hate that you I were did hustling. That. I hate that I did that. All right. If I I'm, think it's very funny that you did that. I just, that's not me. That's not me. And I apologize to anyone who was, uh, who witnessed that. Well, apparently some dude was passed out, was puking, passed out, woke up, and then belly flopped into the pool during Everlast's performance. So no matter yes. what, you were not the drunk ass clown of the night. Wow. And, and Fonzo's friend, Angel. Oh, yeah. That oh. guy's a weirdo, huh? Wait a second. I don't want to say hey, he's a weirdo because he might be a listener. He is a... No, I meant that as a compliment. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Wait, what, what, what story are you referencing? Any of it, I guess. I thought the him buying the girl a Shirley Temple has, has to be one of the worst things I've ever heard. Uh, did you hear this? I so, think so. So he was... He had some sort of, I don't know, he was flirting with a girl or maybe not even flirting with her, just having a conversation with her. Um, 
on the VIP stage at Ellis Mania about one of the fights, and he had he placed a bet on one fighter, she placed a bet on the other, and the wager was a drink. Whoever wins, whoever loses, buys the other a drink. And he lost, and she was like, "All right, I want a, I want vodka, Sprite, and grenadine." And he came back with Sprite and grenadine, and like so, a Shirley Temple. I mean, her drink order is whack as fuck. Anyways, I mean that's that that there's definitely an argument to be made for that. But I was just like, man, that's one of the, just the the newbiest fuck ups in Vegas I've ever heard in my entire life. I want to say she was a married woman, and I, and her husband wasn't there, and I don't know how that would make that guy feel. Maybe he's the type of dude who wouldn't be a creeper in that situation. But I felt like he let some low-hanging fruit just go by. Uh, that was one of the more um, epic was, blunders I've seen in in in, in Vegas. He was a, he was ever. a very entertaining human to be around. I liked him a lot, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah I worked with him at, at Weed Maps. He uh, he's fucking cool, and I like him. But man, that shit was hilarious. A yeah. fucking a fucking Shirley Temple. I shit you not. This guy buys a girl a drink, and it was a Shirley Temple. I don't know. And I don't think he he put Rooflin in it because that would have made it at least a little cooler or ecstasy. Speaking of which, I didn't even know this is a thing. It, it's been theoretical, but I didn't. I was it was confirmed that night. One of our buddies dropped his party favor in a beer hole, oh, yeah. drank the beer, and I guess he got the exact same effects and said it, it was fucking sweet. Of course. Well, yeah, was, why wouldn't you? He said it was like Alka-Seltzer, and it hit him, it hit uh, him pretty harder? immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I bet. That's kind of like chewing it. No shit. Like, if you chew an E-bomber, it'll hit... I mean, it'll, it won't last as long, because it'll be concentrated and hit you all at once. Like, if you just swallow a pill whole, it just dissolves slowly, and then it's like a time-released roll. Yeah. You chew it, or Alka-Seltzer it, or shove it up your asshole. No shit. Like, parachute it up your asshole. You're going to have... An extremely intense but shorter roll. Yeah. Well, he, I, he gave it's a good been, review. It's been years since I've I've partied like that, and it's also it's probably been eighteen years since I've partied like that back to back nights, and even with getting no sleep, having work obligations mixed in. Like first night uh, after party favors, I had to get up and do Doug Loves Movies on like a couple hours of sleep. Then the day after the fights, we had, we had to do a radio show that went on at 11 a.m., so I didn't get a lot of sleep that night either. And then after we packed up the ship for the show, we hung out for a little bit, got some food. We did um, Hash House of Go-Go and got some gigantic food with Arts and Bando. What did uh, you order? Mrs. Bando, Mrs. Arts. Yeah. I wanted to meet Mrs. Mrs. Bando, and I never got a chance to. So hopefully she makes it out to the next Ellis Mania. I mean, to the actual venue itself. She was in Vegas doing her own shit. Yeah, she didn't really come party. She made a, 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 cute, a few quick appearances, but that's about it. Hash House of Go-Go. But was that place as fire as it was the first time around? Yeah, I got some, Bando got the thing I got, the, like their specialty, that fried chicken Benedict. I the hate gigantic that. thing that was on. I would Man never go food. with Bando back. Oh, I love that that one. I got it last I'm year. It I awesome. hate when people order the same thing as me, or I eat the same oh, thing. Well, as I didn't else. order it this year. I got something different. Oh, okay, okay. Would you get again? I just got a hash because they have like a little menu that's just like different hashes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
I just got one that was artichoke hearts and sun-dried tomatoes mixed in with potatoes and some egg and shit. It was pretty solid. Okay. A little basic for what the restaurant was, but it was dope. And then the drive was it back... gigantic? Not as comically oversized as the other one. But the drive back to L.A. was fucking... That was rough. Oh, it was for you? I yeah. thought... Because you went at five. I thought you'd miss some... Well, the traffic. traffic wasn't bad. Just, huh. I, I was like nodding off at the wheel. We stopped. Uh, we had a stop at a at a rest stop. More than halfway through at a McDonald's for ice cream, just because my my air conditioner was shit in my in my uh, car. Oh Jesus! And you know, going through the August, desert, Ve- Vegas yeah. through the desert, fucking one hundred and ten in my car. It was fucking brutal. It sucked. I mean, the air conditioner worked, but it was so inconsistent. Like, it would be good for a half an hour, and then it'd blow hot air for another half an hour. I don't know. So I had to get that looked at. Something I should have addressed before Vegas, but I'm telling you, every now and then, it depends when you get it, but every now and then, my air conditioner would be fucking great. Uh, so between that and we got stuck around Prim or the nevada-california border for a couple hours so our trip was probably like seven hours whereas what, it, a couple hours of you mean of traffic yeah oh shit. so it was like seven hours versus the four and a half it took us to get there so, yeah you should have hung out later yeah should have huge bummer not hanging out later um but yeah and i had to stop for specifically for air conditioning and ice cream like i just need to cool down yeah we stopped at the alien jerky place in baker fuck yeah that tourist trap yeah but uh, yeah, I, I, and then the next day after that, I had to take Shuddy Boy to the airport that morning, and I I was so just cracked out and fried, like my brain was just like a burnt marshmallow. I was utterly fucking useless, and I'm getting getting a little bit of work done after Shuddy left and trying to ease myself back into the real world, and I wasn't I didn't have any food. So I was just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to get takeout from that Tokyo Cube place that's down the street. They, they have really good shit. I don't want to have to pay for the minimum and pay for the delivery. I'll just go get it. So I, I drive there. I get my food. I get back to my apartment. And on my way out, I was like, oh, I'll get some of this fucking trash that's accumulated in my car. I stop by the garbage chute when I walk in. I look down at my arm, and I'm holding all the garbage. I threw my fucking food out. Oh! Into the dumpster. You brain farted. Yeah. I, th- I threw out the thing Yikes. in the wrong hand. So I threw out my food and kept my garbage. I was, so was, I, it, I was, was what? You weren't able to salvage it? No, it goes down a garbage chute into a dumpster. <laughs> oh, okay. God, that's fucking horrible. Uh, I was so bummed and I was so fucking hungry and so tired. And you know when you're like a little jittery from partying too much? Yeah, absolutely. When you're hungry plus that, I was just like, I karate kicked the door in anger. Yeah. Which probably wasn't even that strong of a kick. Yeah. But I was so fucking pissed. I was like, God damn it, you fucking idiot. So I just drove back to the restaurant, ordered the same exact thing, and I was like, you know what, I'm eating it here. That way, there's less of a chance for my buffoonery to fuck up me getting food in my stomach. See, I I act childish in a moment like that and just like storm into my room slam the door and like cry myself asleep like yeah no i'm not that's going back, i'm not going back to the tokyo drift or where the fuck you were going uh all right so a few quick things because we're we're pressed for time 
there's a couple quick things I want to get to. First, I want to give a shout out to my little sister Joy Joy, who just got engaged to her boyfriend yesterday. No shit. Congrats. Yeah. Yes, congrats. Yeah, they they're Shut, on. He sounded disappointed. No. Yeah, there goes the love of my life, <laughs> Kevin's little sister. <laughs> Yeah, her her and her boyfriend were are in the Bahamas. I didn't even know they were taking a trip. She travel. She likes to travel a lot. So anytime the two of them get get any time off, they yeah. you know they use their free cash I'm to go jealous travel. I'm your sister, by the way. Yeah, me too. She lives in the coolest place in the world for me. Not only that, she she gets right everything that I've fucked up in life. All like right. she has, she she, she doesn't finished, have gout. She finished school. She got like a degree. She has a good, steady job that pays way more money than my job. Yeah. She is engaged, and she's still in her, like, mid-20s. Oh. She has a, a, a cool apartment in New York. Your mom like, had some trial and error with you, yeah. and then the second one came out better. It's all I'm, right. I'm glad, I'm glad Joy was paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Your mom learned what, what to do and what not to do with you, and, you know. Yeah, meanwhile, I'm pushing 40. I'm broke. <laughs> Single, uh, single, with no prospect whatsoever. There isn't even like a glimmer of hope. Once you sell that first script, though, you're gonna be able to rub it right in Joy Joy's face. Yeah, I'm and gonna, Mom's finally gonna like you more. Uh, it's probably gonna be like a Rodney Dangerfield. I'm gonna find success in my 60s and then just fucking die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that's a very Kevin Kraft uh, story or arc. Yeah, but either way. Um, my, my sister has been dating this dude for like seven years now. He's, no shit. He's fucking awesome. He is really fucking cool. Yeah. He's a good dude. Does he so like I sports? Could... Would I like him? Yes. Oh, I don't like him more than you guys. Sounds like it. Well, he, <laughs> he does. Gets he likes sports. He does <laughs> like sports. Cool more than you guys. <laughs> yeah. And his name is Jeff. No. So he, he's Perfect. already got yeah. some, some cool points there. I think he spells it the regular way, not the hippie English way, right? Yeah. He spells it like a normal human being. <laughs> All right, cool. So he's yeah, a he comes up version of myself. He comes uh, all Jeff the family vacations awesome. and stuff. He's he's already well liked by the family, so it's it was very exciting news for everybody. Nice. We're all really stoked. Was it? Uh, did he tell your mom or your family ahead of time? It wasn't. And you don't have like a a powerful dad, right? In your in your life, in the sense where it's like. Meet the parents. Like you have to go ask the dad's permission, right? He didn't have to go to those kind of lengths with I your family. I don't know if he asked my dad. My dad, you know, he's he's married and has like a whole other family, so we don't see too much of him or hear from him all that mm-hmm. much. So, and and I think this is at a point where we've all just been waiting until the day where he popped the question. Yeah. So I don't know if he necessarily. Well, yeah, needed da- to go dating for seven sort of, years. Yeah. My. Uh, one of my mom's friends, friend of the family, I think she dated a guy for like 22 years and they broke up. Jesus Christ. And like, like you don't date people for 20 years and then break up, right? You date for max 10 years. Then you're married and then you divorce. Yeah, is your, is like, your mom's hear, friend Gene Simmons? Yeah, to hear like, yeah, <laughs> hear, yeah with them 20 plus years. And and broken up. It's like fuck. I don't know. That's such a. When at what point is enough enough? I'm ha- seven years. Like, 
Like the, the, the pressure had to be mounting, right? Yeah. The pressure is like, hey, fucker, walk, dude. What's your deal? <laughs> you know. So that's cool. Hey, yeah. you got a new member of the the family. Uh, and I have a quick question for you, Jeff. Okay. Shut it. Here comes some music. What's up, bitch? It's time to find out what it would take for Jeff Plot to suck a dick. <laughs> surprise, surprise! Yeah. Suck a dick question, Shuddy. Yeah. I kind of figured. Well, this is a question from me. <laughs> I don't know if we've done this one before, but this fucking pop- backstab running nowhere. You're trying to get me to suck a dick this in pop- my own home. This popped into my head the other day while driving, so I don't know if we've covered this one yet. But <laughs> Jeff, would you suck a dick to prevent me from going to hell? Wow, an eternity. That's not fair. That's not suffering. a fair question. You're really asking me how much do you love me? Yeah. <laughs> Would you suck a dick to prevent uh, me from let me lead off this a question never ending with, There is no way I would suck a dick to keep Shuddy out of jail or out of hell, excuse me. <laughs> or jail for that matter. One or one or the other. Both. You? No. No. You're letting me go no. to an eternity of suffering? No, because here's the thing. As I love you, you are like a brother. But you are gay in a lot of ways. And and you disappoint me sometimes, especially when it comes to it being football season, our fantasy drafts coming up. I got a whole bunch of beer, and you really don't give a fuck about the fantasy drafts. We're just we're just soldiering through it. So if I have to s- split hairs on people I want to spend eternity with, because that's the flip side. If you don't go to hell, then you go to heaven. Then we're hanging out all the time. Yeah, that could be cool. That has its obviously. Well, I, mean, I, I love that we've been going doing it for to years. heaven. What do you mean? If I suck a dick to get a guy to hell, how do I not go to heaven? Isn't that a free <laughs> okay. pass? All right. All right. In that scenario, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, I wasn't thinking about it like that. I was just thinking about all your terrible. Yeah. Yeah. All my all my misgivings, I guess. That's so, yeah, you're going to go to heaven. Misgivings about me. You're going to go to heaven and you're going to be have eternal happiness. But every now and then you're going to get a thought because of my selfishness. A good guy is in hell right now, probably getting ass fucked by a demon with a giant yeah. dick who's like sandpapering Kevin's dick hole off and like pulling his veins out and cutting his eyeballs out and burning them alive and squishing them over and over and over and over. Yeah. And Here's the thing is I'll, I'll hear every now and then I'll say, man, I miss Kevin. But every now and then I won't ever like, I'll never say, man, I wish I sucked that dick. Like I'll never, that'll, I'll never have a regret about not sucking a dick. Would you suck a dick? Whereas okay, so. for the rest, like every time I looked at you in heaven, I'd be like, I sucked a dick, and I would try to make heaven a little bit of hell for you. I would hold that over your head. Like, you would be, you would owe me something, all the time, twenty four seven. You'd kind of owe me. Like, yeah, I'm are okay you with done that. eating that? I'm okay with that. Because I'm here and I want to eat whatever you have in your hand. So it's give me heaven. That. You could just make it appear in your hand. I know. I know. But you're going to let me be round the clock, 24-7, no break, stretching for eternity, just torture. There's a lot to unpack here, because if we're in heaven, can I just do the... You can can probably wipe your own memory. Yeah, the the mission uh, or the uh, men in black memory swipe thing. It's heaven. I could do that, couldn't I? Wow, you're talking me into this dick. Whose dick is it? It's not yours, right? No. Someone else's? Just some random floating... Detached penis. Now, in spirit of this question in our show, 
fuck you. You can go to hell. I'm not sucking your dick. Oh, I'm shit. not sucking any dick for you. Would you suck a dick to keep yourself out of hell? Yeah, of course. Would what you suck I- a dick to keep Nath yeah, out of hell? Because here's the thing is that if I don't suck a dick to what keep myself out of hell and I go to hell, then I could be sucking a whole bunch of dicks in hell. And I don't know. That, that sounds worse. All right? Hell dicks are, they have to be even worse than regular dicks. What if you get random text messages of me getting like spit roasted by demons? In heaven? Yeah. That doesn't sound like heaven. That's not that's not You just see me. I'm not signing up for being that. Being tortured. Of heaven. Here's here's a little here's your friendly every thousand year reminder. Oh. Your friend is in eternal suffering. Oh. I uh what I said is objection. That wasn't in the original question or wording, so it doesn't matter. What a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we have to get on to the Patreon. I did want to review the new Eminem album with you, Jeff. Oh, fuck yeah. Maybe we can do that on Patreon. Oh, man. You just Eminem blue balls the entire non-Patreon subscribers. Well, and shit, look at us. We're doing the show on the road two weeks in a row. Fair enough. All right, if you, you should, feel good uh, about it, we can talk about Eminem and, and, and the Patreon. Yeah, hook, hook your homies up and, and sign up for Patreon <laughs> and, and see how the, how the rest of this plays out. Yeah, it's a shitty beer every month. $5, not a big deal. Although, we're also, we're not begging here. If you can't, don't want to or whatever, you don't have to. Just listen to the free episode. But if you want to know my thoughts you're about Eminem, out. you're missing out. Buy me a beer real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're actually buying all three of us one beer that we're sharing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, when you think of it, it's really not that awesome what we're talking about. So, yeah, if you want to be if you want to sign up if you haven't already, go to patreon.com/madscientistpartyhour. It's 5 bucks a month and you get access to everything we've got up there. We've already done 33 Patreon shows. So you get them all. You get everything Past, future, past, future, and present. You get it. Five bucks a month. And it goes to uh, some, some three good human beings that are ha- out here fucking hustling our dicks off for you. Okay. So check it out. Uh, let's see. Oh, I didn't bring my fucking It's all coming together. It's think. my birthday. Yeah, yeah, SPH, yeah. SPH, Patreon, my homies. Look what time it's about to be. It's about to be 420. I got a oh bull pack. This is all good stuff. All right, yeah. We got to bounce quick then. So, uh... If, also, if you want to help us out, but you don't feel like opening up the wallet, you can always go to iTunes and hook us up with a five-star review. That's always helpful. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. Uh, at Jeff Records. I have something. All right, go for it. Um, we're going to do merch again. Uh, it's about that time. We are going to have an enamel pin, stickers, and a baseball tee at minimum. Jesus. Shuddy's, yeah. Shuddy's really branching out. Yeah, we're investing. All right, Love so it. Stay tuned for that uh, if you want to hit up Shuddy Boy on any form of social media to get more details or if you want to let him know that you're in. Or if you means. have a design that you'd like us to use. Right. That's true, too. Any any uh, art input would be nice. All right, we got to wrap this up or else we're going to miss the draft. Uh, all right, yeah. You know the emails and phone number and all that other shit, so... Until next time, something. All right. We got a first ever. Excuse me. Excuse me. Back-to-back weeks on location recordings for MSPH. We're doing new shit here. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I know. It's the second straight week, we're not going to be from Los Angeles, California. It's fucking... And trip. your setup is way less sloppy than mine, too. 
Yeah. Yeah, well, you have that huge mixer, which I think you brought with you anyways, and that's what I was trying to yeah. avoid you having to bring, because that thing is, yeah, it's awesome, but it's a nightmare to, to to take from point A to point B. But, yeah, my, my setup is pretty chill here. Uh, it's less cluttered and random wires. Like, you see the the uh, the exit and entry point of every wire here. Yeah, it's you know? much... Much more simplified. Maybe it's time to give the, the home studio an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've, uh, I've had it for about 10 or no, eight years now. Honestly, though, if your mixer is still, I think, better prepared for what we do versus mine because I'm maxed out on, on inputs here. And this is with the adapter added. So like you, I have, I made mine a six port. You have an eight port. So theoretically, yeah. you can but do- we don't necessarily need to split the audio into two jacks for the iPad and the laptop for Shuddy? Hmm. Does the iPad have Skype? Can you can you download mm. Skype onto the iPad and connect them that way? And then that would, I don't know. I don't know if it out. would cancel out the audio of like playing stuff from no sound way. effects, Watch. Google Voice. And Watch, I can just play over Shuddy on my computer. It's the same shit. Yeah, but I don't know how I don't know how things work. I don't. <laughs> okay. You have a computer. I have an iPad. I don't know if that makes a difference in the I grand scheme you. of things. I got you. Uh, if it's not broke, don't fix it, though. So you have a, a yeah, system. Yeah, fuck it. Whatever. Uh, Everybody that comes over can deal with the rat's nest. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, Shuddy, can you hear a fart? Hear nothing other than you guys talking. You hear no sound effects? Done. Shit. All right. Well, well luckily we don't. Problem. We're not going to do. Uh, I wonder how voicemails. I wonder how we can change that. I'm trying to think of something in the next 30 seconds because we can't yeah, take so any more time. We would that. have to route because that's that's another reason why the setup at my place is such a jumbled rat nest is to feed audio from the board also to Shuddy, but to make it so it doesn't create a loop in That's what the I recording. thought Discord was doing. Yeah, I'm fuck. I'm, I'm confused. Yeah, because you would need something to, I think, to go from the amp also to the, the headphone amp also to the laptop, maybe. <sighs> well... Unfortunately, we're not smart enough to figure this out in 30 no. seconds. 30 seconds is when. Do you At least, Shuddy to... Boy, you'll know when the the theme is playing because of all the cues and shit. Yeah. That's all we'll really need this week. But yeah, I'm ready to roll if you guys are because we got to get. We have to be out by before five, right? So we can get logged in and shit. Yeah. I don't have like. I don't have a fucking. Who's got the number one pick? I think I'm number 10. I'm so. not signed up for anything. Dylan has shit. the number one pick. Do I have to click any links or anything? Probably. No, well, you just need to log into the league through NFL.com. Oh, fuck. I don't remember what any of my shit is. All right. I don't so even have better a new... try working on that because it starts at 8. I can't change the time day of, so I can't push it back. Well, we just have to be to a pretty tight schedule here. As so long as you're, if, if, if you're willing to accept that if things go wrong, it's your fault, Shuddy. No, it's not going to be my fault. <laughs> Well, that's how we're gonna. That's how the record's gonna read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the record right. is going to read that neither one of you two replied to any of the emails regarding the time of the draft, and you waited until Saturday to mention that we were not recording at our normal time. 
Yep. All right, one last effort to make this easier. Is there any way you can push the draft back now to 5.15? Just 15 minutes, no one's going to jump board and th- or jump off, and that would give us ample time. And then also, Jeff was late. I so was a little didn't... late. No, I, I, I'll own 90% of this week's issues. It's my birthday, so fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it didn't sneak up on you. It's the same day every year for the last 32 years. This fucking guy. Yep. All I can do is change the draft order at this point. Okay. All right. So we got to be on a tight shift. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll 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 screw the listeners over because fantasy football exists yeah. and is stupid. <laughs> from from Redondo Beach, California. This is the Mad Scientist Party Hour.